Hey everyone, it's Dan here and just recording a quick little ramble chat again um, as I kind of reflect on my podcast last Tuesday and some of the lovely comments I received. So um, normally on this Tuesday show, I have a series with somebody. Uh, in the past, I've had Graham Phillips, who was the first to come on. Uh, Nicola Howard kindly came on and did a series with me. Pauline Cox did a series. Um, and yeah, of course, Katie Caldezi's ended uh, a week or two ago. Um, and it's just a way to really kind of bring a different kind of content, really. But the other thing with these Tuesday episodes was, I mean, it all started because actually I wanted to talk to people in the pandemic and to see if they were okay and just to find out how they're getting on. So that's how the whole thing started out. And then as it kind of went on, it seemed to be popular. So I decided to use that for other things. And before I record my next series, I thought, well, I'll jump on and talk a bit, a bit about this and that as well. So it's only going to be a little short 10-minute thing. Well, I mean, he says I've only started recording it. So we'll see how long it takes. But um, it's not going to be very long. Just to share some thoughts and ideas. So last week, I was talking about my health journey. And I just want to say a massive thank you for the lovely comments. Um, I do read the Facebook group. I've been so busy recently. I'll share some of that in a moment. Um, and I do go in the Facebook group and read stuff. I want to engage more and I will do. I'm making a plan to make that happen uh, to give me a bit more time to be able to do that. Um, but it is, yeah, it does mean a lot to me. And, um, and I've kind of come to the realization that you know, this podcast or any kind of content, and I hate that expression, It's everyone talks about content. It's no offense to my American listeners. Um, but everyone talks about content. And I think, what does that really mean? Well, I think if you're making, if you're telling stories um, which are based in reality, you know, real stories of real people and real things that have happened, um, then that's got real value to it. And that's what I want to achieve with this podcast today. So I spoke about last week how um, I was quite upset by the comments that were given to me and, and how I dealt with those. And thank you so much for all your kind words and your support. That meant a lot to me. And this week, I thought I'd make it a hopeful episode about my next steps. And I've had a really good week so far. Um, I must admit, I do run at the moment on quite a lot of stress. Um, running a business with uh, inflation rates the way they are means that effectively the cost of ingredients are going up all the time. And that's just not stopped. It's just it's very difficult running a business sometimes when you're in these kinds of very weird political economic conditions because you know you just see your money being eaten away by the ingredients and of course it'd be unfair just to kind of pass it on to customers although we did in november we might have to in the future uh well obviously we'll at some point um but it's 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 difficult and so you're trying to always balance that in a business plus you've got staff to look after wages to pay rent to pay tax to pay all these bills that come out and uh, you've got to try and make all the sort of money add up so it's been challenging sometimes and you know i, I do love running DGF, but I do think I'll have to manage my stress levels. And one of the things I'm doing to do that is mindfulness. So I've started to uh, meditate. I'm not going to pretend I've done it every single day. I've only done one this week. However, I think it's a good first step for me. And I think doing that more often is good as well. And even though I wouldn't know what my belief is in in a God or a deity, I've decided to live as if there is a God and to pray and just to see if that you know helps me along. I used to be very religious when I was younger, um, not so much the last few years. And I thought, well, you know what? I think there was something there to the meditation and the prayer. So I've been doing that as well. And hopefully that should help. But one of the things I found, which has been really, really interesting, was on the BBC News. So this was published on the BBC website. Uh, if you go and check it out, it's uh, www.bbc.co.uk forward slash 
news forward slash health. And then we've got uh, a little hyphen 60291027. So that's nice and rememberable for you there. Anyway, this is the surprising links between what you eat and how well you sleep. And of course, that very much relates to my story. So I was very interested straight away. Um, and I really recommend having a look at it because uh, what they do is talk to this professor um, who's called Professor Matthew Walker, and he's the director of Center for Human Sleep Science in the University of California. Um, and he talks about the fact that if you look at animals, animals don't actually miss their sleep. Um, it's, it's very rare that they would. The only reason they would do is in times of stress for survival reasons. And so they might be on the run from a predator. There might be a lack of food. And so they're trying to find food to keep alive. And so he talks about that actually this is a very unnatural state for any animal. And we are, of course, animals as well to be in. So he describes that actually it's better for us to get enough sleep. And if we don't, he describes what happens to the uh, ghrelin and leptin in your body. So if I just find it in the article here, um, he says some rather fiendish changes unfold within your brain, your body when sleep gets short and you set on a path towards overeating and also weight gain, says Professor Matthew Walker, director of the Centre of Human Sleep Science. When we're awake for longer, we do need more energy, but not that much. Sleep is a surprisingly active process and our brain and body is working quite hard. So, sorry, I read that strangely, but as you're asleep, effectively, you do actually use a lot of calories, if you want to use it, that description, you use a lot of energy. So it's not like you're using really much more energy by being awake, but there is, though, a drive to eat more food, which is interesting. It says, despite that, when deprived of sleep, we tend to overeat by more than twice or three times the amount of calories we need. This is because sleep affects two appetite-controlling hormones, leptin and ghrelin. Leptin will signal to your brain that you've had enough to eat when leptin levels are high and our appetite is reduced. Ghrelin does the opposite. When ghrelin levels are high, we don't feel satisfied by the food that you eat. Now, what's interesting with that is, He's saying it's not like you just have one low, one high, so you feel a bit kind of like hungry and you want to eat more. He's actually saying that one low makes you want to eat more. The other one high wants to make you uh, eat more as well. So he describes it as this. He says you're getting, so it's like double jeopardy. You're getting punished twice for the same offense and not getting sufficient sleep. I found that incredible and it kind of made me realize why I feel hungry when I'm tired. And the last few years, I've been tired almost every single day. So even if I'm eating a pretty kind of consistent keto and low carb diet, then of course, I'm going to be eating probably more than I should be, meaning that my body's not accessing its stores. And then all it takes, for instance, is a bit of stress, um, a couple of poor choices, and I'm gaining weight rather than losing it. So that was really interesting for me. And um, that's made me think that actually sleep is really important. So to try and tackle that, I now go to bed at half past 10 every night, even if I don't need it. Uh, a bit like the uh, Queen Elizabeth I baths. She had one once a year, and if she didn't need it, well, I'm the same as sleep. Even if I don't need it, I really do. And so I go to bed at half 10. And if I can't sleep, I'm not allowed to leave the room. I stay in bed. Uh, I make sure my phone is not there. To be honest, I sleep pretty easily. It's just getting enough of it. And it kind of explains a lot to me. It tells me now why I was gaining weight when I was being pretty consistent. Um, I think stress and sleep with a keto low-carb diet are the best options for me. So there you go. That's what I've been doing this last week. Um, the other thing I should just add to that as well is um, Bessman made a really good point the other day. She said, you know what? You should document your journey, uh, record it all. It will be there for you. You can use it in the future, whatever. So I'm doing that now. So I'm recording it all. And she also said I should start tracking. And I think that's a good idea because you know how you can start on keto and low carb and I always make it a celebration at first. So steak, cheese sauces, et cetera, et cetera. 
But actually, if we're eating so much energy that we're not actually using our own body energy, and I, I, I don't know, I'm not going to go into the science if that's true or not, but I think for me that is the case. And I think it's probably a good idea. So yesterday I actually weighed my cheese and I was like, oh yeah, that's a lot of cheese. So I took it back a long, long way. And then we looked at how much was in the pumpkin seeds. Turns out they're quite high in, in fat as well. Not bad. They're, they're okay fats to have, of course. But I'm just thinking, maybe if I'm trying to lose the weight, I need to start cutting back on that a little bit just in this period for my body to adjust. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. And I will document all of that. I'll film it all. And um, hopefully later this year, I can share that with you all and track my journey. But this show is all about this very topic today. It's about helping people on their journeys. And I'm just a humble pilgrim like the rest of you on the same kind of journey to metabolic health, whether that be because you've got type 2 diabetes or you want to just be a healthy person person. This is the human diet, not a fad diet. So of course, you might be doing this for many different reasons. But whatever it's for, I'd like to hear from you. So my first question is as follows. Would you like to have a Zoom meetup so we can chat and support each other? That's the first question. Second question is, um, when? When should we do it? Do you want to go for like daytime or evening? Just get in touch. Let me know what you think. If there's enough consensus out there, if enough people are interested, then I think we can we can work something out. And then maybe by next week, we can even have our first one where we literally just turn up, we just chat to each other, we just go from there. And basically, we try and help each other on our journeys. Anyway, guys, I wish you a very happy week. Whatever you're up to, stay safe and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, guys. Bye.